All right. Hey, guys. I'm back again. I'm not gonna lie. I tried recording this almost four times now. And I swear to God, I sound more awkward every single time I try re-recording. So I'm really gonna try not saying um 3,000 times because that's a big problem. Or lip, not even lip smacking. I don't know what is but i swear to god i just it's annoying me i'm listening to these recordings back and that's not gonna happen i'm not gonna let i don't know i'm not gonna let myself sound like a 12 year old on a first big project that i'm trying to do so without further ado let's get into this first episode i figured i'd start off the podcast with a little introduction and some helpful information in case the trailer wasn't all that clear Uh, For starters, my name is Erica. I'm 17 and a senior in high school. I've been into writing for quite some time now, since maybe around third grade. When I was about 11, I started to tell people that I wanted to be an author when I grew up, and it hasn't really changed since. Uh, So now that college is around the corner, I'm a little bit nervous about making a career from writing, you know. I swear, the amount of times that you have people tell you that an English major gets you nowhere, it's quite infuriating after the first five times. So I I really am trying to work with that uh, by making this podcast. Also, if you hear a page flip, yes, I am reading a script because that that's how this podcast is going to go unless I go off on tangents like this. So, this is going to be a way for me to practice not only writing, but making and maintaining a schedule I create for myself. I was in a creative writing class last year, and we had, <laughs> we had to make schedules when we were going to not not only just write, but it was it was a whole thing. Yeah, you had, um, I'm saying, um, I'm sorry. You had to have a whole month kind of planned out, so when you were going to start planning the story, when you were going to start writing, when you were going to revise, when you were going to edit, peer edit, um, if I say um one more time, I swear to God, (laughs) when you were going to submit it, all that. So when that, when my creative writing teacher had to set those up, I wasn't the greatest with mine, I'm not going to lie, I was always changing it up, but I'm really keeping to the schedule I planned out for the next three months, all the way, you know, through um, April, because I'm a senior and I don't know how busy I'm going to be during May, so before I sign up for any big chapter projects, I figured I'd wait and see. So, so far, I have kept up to schedule. I plan and wrote this. I tried recording this on three different days. That's great. And I'm trying to upload this by tonight, but we're really going to see what happens. So, also, if you are not into me going off on tangents, I swear this is going to be the only episode where it happens because I'm really going to try reading stories from a script. That's what this whole episode is. But I'm sorry if this episode is just annoying, honestly. To you newcomers, you probably are going to be the only ones who care about this first episode. But it's fine. We're going to keep going with it. So, where was I? Oh, yes. The content that I'm going to be sharing. So, I'm mostly going to be talking... Not even talking. I'm going to be reading out short stories that I make. Uh, see, I said, uh, nah, um... <laughs> Uh, 
I'm going to be reading out short stories that um, I make, but I also have projects for other, th- or I have ideas for projects that I also want to do. Um, I'm so bad at this, but I have to just keep going with it because this is probably the best recording that I have, so yeah. But no, other projects, I was going to try keeping it a secret, but I feel like it would be cool to hear about it. Uh, so the first upload that I'm going to be doing a real upload, I should say, not a stupid introduction that is going to be 20 minutes of nothing but ranting, is going to be a short story. It's going to be one that I have from creative writing last, like from last year during my creative writing class that I just haven't shared. I'm probably going to spruce it up a little bit, uh, fix up some loose ends and whatnot, and that'll be episode two, which is coming out in two weeks, by the way, guys, or at least I'm trying. But then, after a few short stories, I'm going to try doing this thing where every maybe two months or so, every so many uploads even, I'm going to be making a chapter and have a consecutive story kind of going along, and I'll just have the the story tagged or whatever um, as, the, as the title. Other projects I really liked doing, we wrote one-act dramas or two-act dramas last year, and I think it would be really cool if I ever, because I go out of town sometimes to meet up with friends, because this lonely sucker does not have any uh, friends in town. I have to go see other friends that live like 40 minutes away from me. But when that does happen, we always try to find random things to do. And I think it would be so cool to read out dra- the dramas that I've written and, you know, not act out the plays, but, you know, vocalize what's going on. And if we sound like idiots, then, well... That's the whole point of that, so if you're interested in that, maybe look f- for that, you know, in the future. I don't know how that's going to go yet, but I'm, I'm really trying to go for those kind of things. But so far, it's just going to be short stories. Just look for stories. <laughs> um, also, new, dr- new game. Take a sip of whatever the hell you're drinking every single time I say, um, it's really bothering me at this point. So I'm hoping, as I said, I'm hoping to upload on Fridays, uh, either once or twice a month, depending on what kind of upload it is. So like short stories, I can probably upload twice a month, but if it's a whole chapter, I might only get one upload that month. Or the if I do a one-act play or whatnot, that might be a once-a-month kind of deal. So... I also want to say that any content that I share on this podcast is also going to be found on a website that I will be giving a link to in my next episode. I started a website. Uh, This whole podcast started because I was bored of websites. I thought that it would be interesting just to kind of put my work out there for people to see. But then I was like, well, I don't really get to interact with people the same way if I'm talking through a mic and having random people listen to me. I mean, what's better than that? So I thought that it would be better to just sort of kind of like anything that I put on the podcast, I want to be able to put up on a website just in case if you're one of those people that if you like listening or if you like like reading, either way, you've got it. Also, on the website, I'm going to try adding things like poems or anything that I don't want to share on the podcast. It might just go up on there. Um, 
the like I said, link and whatnot, the name of it, it's gonna be given out next episode because I still have to finish up a couple of loose ends. I do not have time in my schedule to do that. So let's see. For now, I'm gonna be I shouldn't even say this. I'm gonna try uploading just on Spotify. I'm using this app called Anchor, which not gonna lie, might make a sponsor for it next episode, or at least give some helpful tips and tricks if y'all want that in a different episode. It's an easy podcast maker. I got bored at like 1.30 in the morning, if you heard, if you listened to the trailer, and found this podcast maker. And honestly, it's really easy to, you know, use and manage. The thing is that it likes to upload your podcast on like five different platforms. And while that's great because you get a bunch of viewership, I just kind of trust Spotify more and I kind of want to keep it contained for right now, this little podcast of mine. So I'm going to try keeping it to that. But I don't know if it's going to work. So that is subject to change. <sighs> this honestly is kind of a train wreck of an introduction. So, you know, we're going to get to the fun part where I can rant a little bit. I'm going to get out of formalities and kind of talk about myself. Which, honestly, I feel like this whole thing has been <laughs> about how I procrastinate. And how, wow, I was 12 when I wanted to start writing, and now I'm going to write. So, sorry if you are cringing already, but let's see if this little rant can make it better. So, this whole idea came to me after listening to shows like Welcome to Night Vale and D&D podcasts on Spotify. I really like the story aspect, or just kind of going along and ranting about things as if this episode didn't already clue you in on that. Um, but I really liked Night Vale because it was one guy, same kind of set of characters, it just different scene every episode. So instead of doing, like, um, that's why I thought that having uh, ideas like, oh, I can have one chapter uploaded every so often and I'll just have a consecutive story going and you have to check the uploads for that. I thought that, you know, something like that would be cool, and it's definitely something like Night Vale, but, yeah. <laughs> I thought that I'd also, like I said, I thought that I'd just be um, more motivated to share things on a podcast rather than just on a website. Also on pod on this app, at least, with this podcast, I can get voice messages from you guys, so I can really interact if you give me either criticisms or, you know, have any suggestions or recommendations or if you guys actually want uh, me to write something, if you guys have a preferred genre, if I ask questions like, oh, what should I write about in, you know, not next upload because I don't know how that would work because I want to be able to feature you guys' voices if that's cool with you guys. We'll see. But you know, I would, I would want to get feedback, and I want to get your guys' opinions, and if I'm like, oh, give me a character, a setting, whatnot, you know, I want to be able to hear what you guys want to say, and I feel like a voice message is so much cooler than a freaking email or just some written note on paper. So, also, I can get this out to anywhere now because it's on Spotify. I mean, how many people do you know that have Spotify and that do listen to podcasts? So I think that's really cool. I don't think I'm going to be sharing it a whole, whole lot. I'm not going to be like, oh yeah, here's an Instagram for my podcast. You know, at least not at first. I kind of want to keep this small 
kind of want to get a little comfortable with it and then honestly I'll probably end up sharing it everywhere but that that that's for later <laughs> so by the way this is supposed to be under the genre of dramatic fiction or something to that degree this app that I'm using told me that I had to pick a genre and so I picked that because I personally like to write stories that maybe don't always have the happiest of endings. I read a lot of books that don't have the happiest of endings. It's not bad endings per se. They're not like, and everybody died. But it's definitely one of those things where it's not... I'm trying to think how to word this. It's not about... The right ending isn't always the happy ending. Do you know what I mean? So I, I really want to keep that out there. Just want to warn you guys. Uh, but some genres that I am into, other than, you know, apparently sad endings or whatnot, are comedy. I'm a sucker for romance. I'm just going to put that out there. Sorry if y'all don't like that. There will probably be some form of romance in all of my work. Just get used to it if you're listening. Uh, but I also like adventure and sci-fi. Those are probably my go-to. Also, I do like a little bit of crime stuff. I read James Patterson at some point when I was in like eighth grade, and it actually was pretty cool. So all of those type of genres I'm open to, and I'd be completely down to trying out other genres. Um, but I'm more one of those people who like have hints of everything in it um but the main focus is going to be coming of age stories since that's what i'm hoping to write about in the future so yeah so i figured that i'd end this little this first episode i was listening back to this not even gonna lie <laughs> and i figured that I'd share some books and stuff that I like, so you guys can get an idea of what kind of styles I'm referencing, what kind of stories, you know, are in the back of my head. So, my first one is How to Say Goodbye Robot. It is my favorite book. It is by Natalie Sandiford. I'm going to try to keep these summaries, I suppose, these synopsises kind of short, because I can be a little eccentric with them, I'm not going to lie. And especially after re-recording this how many times, I'm just, I'm kind of sick of it. But I can't stop talking about them. So, yeah, we'll continue. This book is about how a girl, her name is Beatrice, transfers to a new high school her senior year. And kind of has to deal with the new girl things. And it's annoying because it's a private school. She doesn't think that she's going to make any, you know, close friends until the popular girls kind of come and swoop her under their wing but on this fateful day she meets this kid jonah he's um a boy who is now a social outcast his brother had supposedly died when he was younger he has a twin brother had has yeah <laughs> and this girl beatrice tries to befriend him and in doing so they find out that his brother isn't really dead woo and you see these two social outcasts in their own rights you know hang out and kind of kind of get through the last year of high school together and i've been reading this book since 
fourth grade. I read it every single year or very close to, so I'd say it's a pretty good book. I like it a lot. It's not just something for, you know, girls either. It's not a chick flick type of book. Not that it's a flick, because it's a book. But anyways, it's a. would say it's good for anybody. If you're just into people kind of getting comfortable with themselves, being comfortable with others, you know, seeing how peer pressure isn't always that great, and how you don't always need to succumb to it. It just, it's something to acknowledge and get over so you can be with friends that truly care about you and that you truly care about so that's my first one second one is the female of the species i do not remember who this book is by but i do believe it was a nutmeg nominee nutmeg winner and so it's about this girl Mind you, it's a it's a circulated narrative. So three different people are telling the story in first person, but the main plot point is about this girl who lost her sister. I don't know why, but you'll find that also a common theme in crap that I read is that people die. Like people have trauma with parents and siblings or friends that have died in the past. But I guess it makes up for or I guess it gives them character. So, whatever. But now this girl has a sister who died when she was younger, and they are very close. And what happens is that she's now a senior. She doesn't have any friends. And the two other narratives are from her boyfriend-to-be, I suppose. You know, they end up dating. Spoiler alert. Sorry, but... It, it happens and this girl that she does community service with and it's it's such a, like a heartwarming book half the time because you see this girl who just like jonah in the last book is this really like blatant social outcast type character and you see her kind of opening up and getting out of her shell for the first time in years and she has a relationship she experiences romance for the first time and she has girlfriends who she can actually talk to and i I love it so much, but my favorite thing, I'm not gonna lie, has to be the writing style. I don't think I've read something quite, you know, in that in that style, I guess. You know, it's not like that. So, yeah, and also, one other thing is that the, the, the ending, I remember it had the last, I want to say up to, I can't remember how many chapters it has. This last book that I just read had like 60 chapters. And I t I'm telling you right now, Female of the Species does not have that many. I want to say it's 20 chapters. So I want to say the last like five-ish chapters, they really start pulling like these... Oh my god, these, not, not just cliffhangers, but these twists and turns, I should say. The ending really comes at you. It really grabs you. And I loved it so much. So definitely give that a try. Also... I forgot about this. If you read Female of the Species on Spotify, there is a playlist that somebody made, and I love it. It's so good. It's definitely more of a Halloween playlist. You know, it's if you're reading the book during October or in the fall, even September, I feel like it would be good. Uh, go for it and give the 
playlist to listen to it's got like 20 or something 20 or so songs on there and honestly it's great i haven't seen playlists be made for books before so i really appreciated it thank you to whoever made it uh if you're listening but no but then my other two series are more fantasy based the other the first two are you know the coming of age the oh it's not so much the the happy ending it's the right ending type of deal but the other two books series it's two series that i like are from holly black the first one is cruel prince series i cannot remember what the trilogy is called and it bothers me but i either way it is such a good series let me tell you what it starts off you know like with the first book uh this girl her name is jude her parents both are murdered like straight up murdered by a fairy by the way fairies in this world are not like tinkerbell they are not you know faith trust in pixie dust and whatever whatever you think they are they are ruthless they are brutes they are killers they are manipulative the only thing they can't do is lie but they definitely you know try to trick you they remind me of um I think the character is called Pan. I believe that was a trickster in Midsummer Night Dream. It's also mythology, I believe. Just characters like that. So, no, but this girl, Jude, her parents are murdered. And then guess what happens? By the way, they, they die when she's like four to six years old she goes with the man that murders them because he was her mom's ex-boyfriend who came from the land of fairy and so she doesn't have anybody else there's no grandparents there's no distant relatives it's not like she's gonna be adopted by a neighbor so her and her two sisters go down to fairy and it's nice because although she knows that she's living with her parents murderer killer whatnot she sort of just accepts it she knows that this is just her life she doesn't really have anything back in the human world especially because she was taken when she was so young and instead it's more like a self-discovery book and i like it she is a human in a world full of these creatures who think of her as nothing but dirt on their boot and she tries to rise up and kind of makes her own path in a world where humans are slaves or dainty little creatures that just hang out with in other courts i guess you know what i mean it's it's it reminds me of women back you know 18 whatnot when all that they could do was make a little embroidery thing i suppose i i don't know what was embroidered i can't remember they were like handkerchiefs you know and pillows and whatnot or read poetry and whatnot like that's what humans are thought of in this world and she decides that she wants to be a knight i mean that's freaking awesome so you see her go through this adventure a dark adventure i should say um and you know try to get what she wants and along the way she meets the cruel prince his name is Cardin, 
and he is such a great character and it was pointed out um actually on an instagram post no less that this character isn't so much good or bad he's good when he's with people that he cares about and he's really bad to people that he does not like or that he sees as you know a problem or that he can be competitive with but he really is like a great character through and through because he's just i feel like he's chaotic neutral i'm not gonna lie it's just the way that he acts and the way that he interacts with people it's just i like him i love Cardin so much just as a character but no, definitely give that book series a try if you're, if you're, I actually recommended it to a friend who read the selection. She was about to reread the selection at school because she could not find any other book that she knew. So she didn't want to branch out. And I was like, oh, hell no, that's not on my watch. And I actually dragged her over to the stacks of books and I made her pick it up. And now she's in love with it. She read it in like two days. Let me tell you what, it. It changes you. It's good. It's definitely, you know, something different. The other book series, there is only two more, and they're by the same author, hence why I'm grouping them together. It's going to be quick. Um, drop the mic there. It's by Sarah J. Mass. I want to say that's how you pronounce her last name. It's M-A-A-S. She wrote uh, Court of Thorn and Roses. Jesus, I almost forgot it there. It is one of my favorite series, so much so that I like to paint my spare time, right? I'm an artist, you know, to a degree, and I never do fan arts of, you know, things. I don't really do it of shows or movies or anything, and I, I need a reference usually to sketch or draw or paint. But after reading the second and third book of this series, I had to get up and I took the biggest canvas I had and I had to paint not even a character but just the scenery there's this one place that is in the books and I swear it just it's such an inspiring book it's just they're so good the first book starts off as like a beauty and the beast type situation uh where this uh, Overall, it's about this girl. Her name is Feyre. I want to say that's how you pronounce her name. She is a middle child back in, like, I want to say medieval times, but it doesn't take place. It takes place on the continent. I think that's what it's called. It's not, like, on Earth or anything. Not that it specifies that. And so she lives with, like, a deadbeat dad who doesn't try to be, but he lost his wife and his daughters, other two daughters, don't really like to help out with much. So Feyre kind of gets left to her own devices within her home. She hunts for the family, she makes a living, she sells things, but then she's forced to give the money to her sisters so they can go spend it on different things, you know? That kind of deal. And one day, she actually finds a wolf and kills it she's like hey man i can get a new jacket out of this or i can sell it to keep my family going through the winter and it ends up being a fae like a male where by the way this book series is not like the cruel prince it has face not fairy and fae are considered males or females they're not like boys or girls or whatnot and they're very like territorial they're very if you've ever seen labyrinth um 
the main character, Jairus, you know, the Goblin King, he's a fae. I'm trying to think of any others. They're just like, like, in Lord of the Rings, if you had to consider something fae, the elves are the closest thing to fae. Like, Loss looks like a fae. So that's kind of, if you need a reference, think of that when you're reading this book. The whole series, I should say. But no, but this girl gets swooped in by this fae male who comes in and is like, you killed my wolf friend, what you gonna do? And she's like, well, you're not gonna kill my family. Uh, you can kill just me. And he's like, I got a better idea. I can kidnap you, and I can take you back to my court. And he turns out to be king of the spring court. That's like the the gist of book one. Um, there's... There is more to it, especially by the end. The whole series, however, has to do with this, you know, Feyre has to learn to kind of trust others. She really didn't trust her family a whole lot with things because she was the one who was the sole provider, the sole helper. So she has to learn to trust people. She has to learn to, you know, let others in, to love herself. And she learns that being a human isn't bad that she can be strong and not have to be a fae and not be put down but what's great is just that she even when she has to let's just say the thing sort of transform throughout the series she still learns to deal with it to cope with it and to kind of live with her you know strength whether it's inner or outer and i love it the second book is by far my favorite by the way it's where that scene where i wanted to paint you know that comes up the best characters of the whole series come in book two i just i love it i love it so much the other series that i'm reading by her last book series that i will talk about i swear and then you all can either if you haven't even clicked off yet y'all can shut this off and do what else whatever else you're doing but last one it's throne of glass i'm only three books in but so far, it's amazing. The whole gist is that it's kind of like Feyre, except that or the main character is like Feyre. However, this girl who is um, living in a world where magic, right? It was there, and then 10 years ago, it was banned by this ruthless and evil king who I'm not going to lie cover your ears children is a dick okay there's no other way to describe him i freaking hate him and that has i am i am thoroughly adjusted to that thought especially after reading the end of this third book but no but after this king has outlawed magic this girl kind of who is an assassin gets locked up in a slave camp she has to be in order to be released because she's been there for like a year and it's awful she's literally ready to kill herself just to stop you know having to go through it it's it's brutal she goes through like torture and whatnot while she's there and mind you she it's like keeping a lion in a cage she was locked about 17 she's 18 when the first book takes place and she is a like, killing machine she's ruthless and a total badass and by 17 she's the best assassin in all of you know her country i want to say that's where what it is um 
yeah, but in all her land, whatever. And then she gets locked up in a slave camp where she's literally chained up and she can't do anything. So in order for her to escape, to be free, to not have to do this, she's given an offer to be the king's champion, which means that she is the king's assassin, does his dirty work. The king is who put her in the slave camp, mind you. So the deal is... You get to be free after, you know, working with the king for so long, but you have to work with the person that you loathe the most. Like, would you do it? She takes up the offer because, you know, it's still better than staying in this slave camp. And throughout the series, um, it's not just the first book, but throughout the series, she has to learn to love herself and to like Farah, rely on others, but that she has had so many issues in the past where she cannot, like, get over what's happened, what kind of history she's had. She can't forgive herself for these mistakes that she thinks that she's caused. And so the books really have her open up and she has to piece herself together. But she's a strong character. She's not just like, oh, I'm not pretty. What are you talking about? She's not modest, okay? She's not like, oh, I'm not that good of an assassin anybody could do this no this girl is all about the flair she first book is like i will take this dress and that and i'll take that box of chocolates and oh yeah i'll take the entire library of books and bring them back into my room and i love that about her because she can have character development and still learn and pour in on what lessons and whatnot but still be confident and comfortable in her own skin enough to you know play around and be this confident character and i love it and so yeah as the books go on they get better i should warn you though the sarah j mass any series that there is do not get comfortable for all my shippers out there do not get comfortable with any relationships in the first book do not trust them because they're not gonna last okay it's just it's a guarantee at this point any any person that is with somebody by like book two you might not even want to trust in them but by book three you pretty much got a solid relationship on your hands depending on the characters some some still need to be shifted around a little but yeah it's honestly sarah j mass great author i know she's coming out with a new series too and when it comes out i might just have to start reading it so i think after 33 minutes of me talking i think y'all are sick of me now and that i should probably end this so thank you for listening if you did if you didn't it's no big deal if you got this far i applaud you ladies and gents so get ready for two weeks from now it's march 6th i believe it's on a friday i'm uh, like i already said i'm uploading on fridays uh, I am going to be uploading my first short story, and I will be giving you the website link. So, look for that. Uh, yeah, I think that is all. So, I'm going to be uploading this, hopefully before midnight, Jesus Christ. Alright guys, I will talk to you soon. I would say see you around, but I'm not seeing you. So, have a great night, you guys. Bye!